The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Mile Rate. We're going to have a look back at the meeting at uh, Milton uh, last night. Rob Orber joins me. Good morning to you, Rob. Very good morning, uh, Danny. Uh, Looking forward to uh, the day ahead, and certainly last night was uh, a good night at Melton. Really enjoyed myself. Uh, there was some really good racing. Uh, we had uh, Anthony Butt also, who, of course, uh, is on uh, gate speed with uh, with uh, Gareth and, and Adam on Mondays. They uh, joined us on Trot's Vision last night. That was uh, really uh, interesting to have Anthony there. We had some really good discussions, and uh, we saw some nice uh, performances last night. And, of course, the uh, feature race was the Tab Uncle Patrika Trotters Free for It was a Group 3 event taken out by Credit Master for Matthew Craven. That was a fantastic performance after missing uh, the start. Yeah, it certainly was. It was a good night's uh, harness racing action. Uh, the first race we'll, uh, we'll listen to and, uh, and hear from a winning driver was the IRT Australia Shaker Maker Classic. It was race four on the card, a short price favourite, but uh, Nathan wasn't afraid to really open up on Petrarca, and he was outstanding taking out the two-year-old event. Off the back in 28.6, and it's all Petrarca. Races clear out by 10 and extending on Captain Foxtrot. Then Mr. Hunter in a good back uh, gap to the others, but Petrarca has raced away. He's now in excess of 20 metres clear, getting further in front. He's going to win this by about 40. And it's Petrarca going on to score by a big margin. Roughly 40 metres. Second, Captain Foxtrot. 15 away, third was Mr. Hunter. I wouldn't say he's the best two-year-old I've ever driven just yet, but he's probably the best early two-year-old I've driven, that's for sure. Okay, what's been the best two-year-old that you've driven? Well, that's a good question too, but I've <laughs> driven horses like Musical Delight that went through and won a gold and things like that, so they're just that's just one that jumps to mind. But, um, yeah, I, I'm sure he's, he's got the potential to be the best one, but um, is he the best one yet? No, not just yet. Okay, no. He was a class above. He's not a big horse, Petrarca, is he, Rob? But by golly, he's got a motor. Yeah, look, he's a natural speedster. He's a, a lovely two-year-old. Uh, we saw him uh, win a trial here prior to his uh, race debut at uh, Bathurst. He went up there for the Bathurst Gold Crown and got a fair way back uh, in the final and flew home to run third. Uh, he was going to the paddock, however, the... Uh, the, the noms come up for this race last night and the connections decided we'll, we'll give him one more run. He travelled back from Bathurst uh, well and wow, how impressive was he. He's by Captain Treacherous out of uh, the very great uh, race mare love list and bred to be fast and he certainly was uh, that. 7.3 lead time, 28.8, 30.1. Sizzled the last two quarters, 28.6, 27.7. Mile rate of 154.1. He won by 40 metres, Dan. Uh, amazing performance. Uh, the horse is now going for a spell and he'll come back uh, later on for the big uh, Group 1 races. But again, he can't do any more than what he's done so far. He looks a really impressive type. He defeated Captain Foxtrot, who I think is going really well for Peter Manning and Karen Manning. Just was no match for uh, the winner last night, but he'll certainly be winning a two-year-old race somewhere soon. Mr Hunter uh, was... Uh, yeah, Mr. Way, and then had to sit in the breeze. I thought they did a pretty good job to run third for Vince DeCoco, and fourth home was two slice of cheddar. But they weren't in the same class as the winner, Petrarca. He's a very exciting two-year-old. Nathan Jack was trying to add to his tally in the race uh, after the Garrard's pace. One too many was heavily backed here, Rob, and he was able to get to the front, but uh, Nathan slowed the speed right down, but he might have slowed it down too much. This is way, the way the Garrard's pace race five ended up. 
And it's one too many just in front. The outside wears Seggy. Jellyby Nitro three out. Aussie Playboys are waiting the run. And then came Seb's Choice turning one too many in front. Uh, he wants to drift out a little bit. Aussie Playboys getting the run through. Where's Seggy? Jellyby Nitro are all there. And out wider Seb's Choice is coming through. One too many fighting on. Where's Seggy? And Seb's Choice out wide claiming them with Jellyby Nitro and Seb's Choice. Seb's Choice got up and won it from Jellyby Nitro. Where's in nine months, so um, I looked at the sectionals as we were going past, and I didn't give us much chance. And uh, so we were running at the 400, and the horse was just a full lap full of horse. And I was, geez, we're, we're in here, and uh, produced him at the top of the straight. And uh, he showed a lot more uh, speed than he has in the past. He showed a lot of toughness in his last few runs, but uh, those sectionals there are just, yeah, they're off this, off, off, yeah, off the tracks, just crazy. No, no. So Seb's choice, uh, look, in a very slick last quarter, he's done a good job first up to make up three links or so, uh, and I think it was Reese's first drive in about eight or nine months, which is quite extraordinary. Yeah, look, we had a really good interview with him uh, last night on Trot's Vision, just uh, him opening up as well. He lost his passion a bit for the sport, and he spent a bit of time away uh, over the last nine months, and that was his first drive back, and look, he's a very talented man. He's got a lot of flair about himself, and uh, last night he just uh, timed his run the perfection with Seb's choice. They've been trialling well. Uh, John Nicholson and Michelle Phillips doing a great job behind the scenes. He looked magnificent before the race and uh, he came from back in the field to get up to defeat uh, uh, Gillaby Nitro by neck on the line. It was a head away third one. Uh, sorry, third was number three where Seggy a head away and close up was two one too many. And uh, Seb's choice, they went 45-5 lead time. Lead time didn't seem fast but they did go really hard that first 200 metres and there were Four horses vying for that lead. 45-5, 31-9, 2 So he got a bit of a breather there, one too many after finding the front. And home in 29-5. And it was a very fast last quarter, 26-6. And Seb's Choice sprinted over the top of him to win. Uh, good effort, Gillaby Nitro, who ran second. He was first up after a good break. And he's certainly worth following. Where Seggy sat in the breeze, battled on really strongly. Good effort for uh, Joe Pace and James Herberts. And fourth home was 2-1, too many. And uh, fifth home, seven, Franco Jolto, who was also a very good run. But great effort by Seb's choice. He's going to be winning plenty more races. Yeah, it was impressive. Uh, the uh, sixth event on the program, uh, Rob. Now, this was a, an entertaining race, and the performance of the winner was just simply outstanding. It was Boots Electric, Nathan Jack, with his second winner of the nine. Off the lead, gets up to fifth. Boots Electric with a big lead up to the turn, though. Third quarter was 27-7. It's Boots Electric by 10 metres. It's a vintage cheddar bulletproof boy. Boots Electric with a big lead turning for home, though. He's out by 12 metres on uh, battling on vintage cheddar bulletproof boy, but Boots Electric, he's a long way in front. Bulletproof boy trying to eat into the margin. Boots Electric's got a big lead, though, and this has been a brilliant display. Boots Electric. Boots Electric eased down, wins comfortably. Second's going to be close. I'm really happy with him, Rob, being sort of dying to hold the front on him and find the front. And um, sort of tonight it looked like most of them would take a trail. Probably didn't expect Sir Letic to be going forward. Sort of goes back in the claimers. But once it found the front, I sort of thought it had, well, hoped it had hand up. And I was happy to free run and um, sort of make it hard for Andy's horse to get into it. And when he came, we just sort of kept striding. And he's a pretty strong horse, actually. I think a lot of times we drive him wrong. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision.
Nathan Jack there completing a driving double. Boots Electric, who was a Group 1 winner of the Bonanza last year, so it shouldn't be a, too big a shock, but he was double-figure odds through uh, most of the betting there, and, oh, he won like a star. Yeah, well, uh, I was tipping him last night. I thought he'd be very hard to beat Boots Electric, and he uh, certainly pr- proved that last night. I mean, as you said, he, he won the four-year-old Bonanza. It was back in February last year. He went 151-2 on that occasion. Last night, I think he was a forgotten horse, and it was a good drive by Nathan. He sort of hung out uh, at the start. There was some speed inside him with uh, Love in the Chevy, Let's Rock, Let's Roll, Hooli Yen, and Sir Leddick in particular, and uh, Boots Electric waited for that dust to settle. They went 6.9, 4 the first quarter. He then led down into the home straight with a lap to go to find the top. 28-7 the second quarter. 27-7 down the back. 28-3 home. Mile rate of 151.5. He won by 5 metres and he defeated Major Roll, who continues to race well. Good performance there. Bulletproof Poyer thought was a terrific run from back in the field. He did the chasing off the track, finishing third. Fourth home was three, Kaki Nui. Uh, and uh, fifth home, number nine, Vintage Cheddar, who uh, found to have a little bit of a low-grade bleed. So he'll... Uh, He'll have to be uh, uh, have a little bit of time off. There was a few excuses there. Let's rock, let's roll, Sir Leddick, and uh, also Vintage Cheddar all had some uh, little issues, and better be the bomb also was probably a little bit disappointing as well. So, look, Boots Electric, don't forget him. He's a very good horse, and he proved that last night. Rob, race number seven. This was another interesting race. It was hotly contested. There was plenty of pace on it. Become really a, a staying test of attrition. Uh, Sweet Louise were in the favourite, Rob, and uh, she emerged halfway up the straight. Praytel's coming back, then Ruby Wingate, next Lara J. McRae, Eva Mateo's trying to pick up again, Sweet Louise down the outside, it's rocking with Sierra, Praytel fighting back, and here's Sweet Louise, Sweet Louise emerging on them now, out wide, looms up, Grubbs rocking with Sierra, it's Sweet Louise putting her head in front, Eva Mateo late, but Sweet Louise won it, from Eva Mateo, who was most unlucky in rocking with Sierra. Exactly. Um, yeah, she's a big awkward mare, and um, yeah, you know, she she races best when she's on the fence, and you know, when she gets out in the open, she gets very lost and and wobbly, and um, yeah, she has big blocks on to try and keep her concentrating. But unfortunately, being that position on the track and being out that wide when she loses focus of any other runners she, she does sort of ease up a bit so um yeah so i just had to make sure that she did hit the line and uh, and kept going greg sugar's there the winning driver um he talked to you and anthony Butt about uh, how difficult a horse she is to drive i think we all uh, understand that she's more than just a quirky character but um, she's definitely got the ability there, Rob, and things panned out, but it was hard work for Greg and even for the punters, I think, uh, to get her home. She did run the favourite. Oh, she did run the favourite, and, uh, yeah, look, she's a cranky little girl. Uh, there was a bit of a delay to the start, so what? Uh, had some, uh, some, some gear adjustments, and then... Uh, uh, she was just getting more cranky uh, by the minute. But, look, uh, she had to do a bit of chasing in the score-up. He got into position, but did chase pretty hard. And then she got buried on the pegs, three back, then four back. And the the, the best thing that happened for Sweet Louise, the tempo up front was just uh, crazy. They went 43-2 lead time. It was run at a very fast run race. And uh, we saw here where Kakoa ended up finding the front. Pray tell who sat in the breeze, pulled very hard, and they went 43-2 lead time, 28-7, 30.3, 29, home in 29-6, and Sweet Louise, who got herself off the uh, pegs, 
got out wide on the home turn and got herself a little bit unbalanced there, but once she straightened up, she came late. A mile rate of 155.6, 58.7 last half to get up to win. She defeated Eva Mateo, who was uh, who led early, then handed up the lead to Kakoa, got shuffled back in the field, ran on late, uh, going really well, Eva Mateo. She's had a fantastic last 12 months. Third home in the race was nine, rocking with Sierra. He doesn't know how to run a bad race. The run of the race was definitely pray tell. Uh, raced without cover, pulled very hard, and uh, battled on really well to finish fourth. She was close up, really good run, put her in your black book. She's ready to win. And fifth home was five, Ruby Wingate, who also ran a nice race. But look, sweet Louise, very talented mare. She just needs to uh, learn to be a better racehorse. If she ever gets to that point, she's going to win some uh, pretty big races moving forward. Rob, the feature for the Trotters was Group 3 level. It was the Tab Uncle Patrika Trotters uh, free-for-all. It was a pretty even bunch of horses. It was $4 the field. There were five horses between $4 and $5.50, and you could throw a blanket over them at the finish. The only difference was the horse that won galloped at the start and effectively threw away its chances, or did it. This is the big performance of the former Kiwi credit master and Matt Craven. Leads five metres, just believe right there. Sundon's Courage has shaken up. Then Nephew of Sunoco, Chinese Whisper Gallop. Temporale's very wide, turning for home. It's always ready from Just Believe, who goes to the garage sprint lane. Then Nephew of Sunoco, Credit Master's running on. It's always ready in front. Credit Master's still coming through hard underneath it. After galloping at the start, it's always ready. Credit Master grabbed it and got up. What a win. Credit Master has won it from always ready Nephew of Sunoco. Uh, you know, lovely to see so many owners on track and um, you know, it's obviously not the nicest night out but for them all to make the effort and be here and they all been down before the race and give him a pat so the pressure was on before the race and, but uh, you know, when the gate left it, uh, all the plans went out of window and wasn't looking so good but um, yeah it just opened up nicely and, and, and he was good enough to run through and a few of his runs in, in Sydney sort of I don't think he trailed so good, but um, he definitely poked his nose out, sort of poking through tonight. So that was a really pleasing effort and, and great for, for everyone on track to, to be here and watch him win. Cause Huge effort. You would think over the short trip it's game over when they gallop at the start with a field like this. But uh, Matt uh, Craven weaved his passage through and he finished full of running in the last 100 metres once he got that gap. It was a great performance by uh, Credit Master. I mean, uh, this horse won a group race uh, at Menangle recently and uh, last night galloped at the start and then... Uh, was back to last. Looked like all chances were uh, were out of business for Credit Master. They went 7.3 uh, lead time. Always ready. Who led in the race uh, and had just believed sitting on its back. Didn't really set a fast tempo. 7.3 lead time. 29.5. 30.8. Home in 29.2 and 28.2. And I think Always Ready looked set to win and. Got to the home turn, wanted to get off the uh, the pegs, and then we had Just Believe getting up on the inside. Sundon's Courage, who sat in the breeze, was still fighting hard. Nephew of Sunoco was three back to pegs, and all of a sudden we saw the heavens open up, and that credit master who was saving ground between runners got the gap and finished over uh, between them to, to win narrowly from Always Ready. Third home was Nephew of Sunoco. He's going really well. He's going to be winning one very soon. Uh, Temporale. Made up ground from back in the field. Probably impossible from the times that they were running. He was off the track, but uh, when you consider Credit Master when he
in between them and, and missing away. He did a fantastic job. And uh, fifth home with Sundong's Courage, who raced without cover. Chinese Whisper, not sure what to make of this trotter. Uh, Dan, he seems to have a few quirks. And uh, last night he just uh, broke up um, when you probably least expect him to. Yeah, just uh, as they were rounding the final turn. Uh, Rob, we'll go back to the first race on the program. Um, this was an interesting race. Major Delico was pushed out of the gate to lead, drained the swamp, then had to work pretty hard. And uh, the race was, was seemingly set up for a horse like Fire Rock, Fire Roll, but he couldn't get to the sprint lane and top. And it was an upset result, Platinum Stride, uh, providing uh, the connections, which is uh, the uh, uh, Emilio Rosati in M Stride with, uh, with a double on the nine. A uh, terrific win uh, by Platinum Stride. They did go very hard early. It was a seven-point uh, lead time where we saw Major Delico uh, kicked up from the uh, from the pole position, drained the swamp, who couldn't get across Major Delico, just sat outside, and they ran at a very fast tempo, seven seconds lead time, 27-4 first quarter, 29-1 the second, home in 28-6 and 29-4. And Platinum Stride, who was three back on the outside, at one stage Ryan Sanderson, not long after the start, was thinking about going to the pegs, but he decided to stay in that running line, and that turned out to be the winning move. He finished over the top of him to defeat Pocket the Deal, who continues to race well. Uh, Fire Rock Fire Roll was behind the lead of Major Delico, uh, was close up in third spot. Fourth home, Chapello Beach, who was a good effort. And fifth home, too, Mr Fortuny, who didn't have a lot of luck and he probably will be winning soon. But a 153.8 mile rate and a very good performance by Platinum Stride. Ryan Sanderson and his father, Shane, doing a fantastic job. And, and his sister, Abby, uh, they work as a family. And Ryan, uh, he's a young man. Uh, he's got a big future in the sport. Uh, keep following him because he's going to get some uh, big winners moving forward in the years to come. Hopeful Beauty was one of the shorter-priced favourites for the night, but uh, she got a win on the board. That was her eighth career win. She took out race number two, Rob. Yeah, very good performance by this man. She'd been chasing home uh, I'm Ready Jet on a number of occasions. Her last win was over I'm Ready Jet and then went through a patch where she'd been chasing home these good horses. She was dropping back in grade dramatically last night and I think it was just a case that she just had to get some uh, confidence in winning and, and she certainly didn't let her punters, the favourite punters down. 46-8 lead time, classy spirit led in the race. They went 30.7, 30.7, 29-2 and 28-2 home. My rate of 159-1. She won by one and a half metres. She was just too good. Defeating Baltica, who sat behind the leader. Classy Spirit led, uh, finishing third. Fourth home was two, Golden Sunset, who raced without cover. And fifth home, Electro Jet, who was also a nice effort. But the winner was just too classy, hopeful beauty, and uh, she'll continue to win some nice races. Race three was the Colin Redwood Memorial Victorian Square Trotters Association uh, Trotters Handicap Final. And the, the short price favourite was Love Gun, and he, he loomed up at the top of the straight as if he was going to win, but it didn't quite pan out the way that punters were thinking it might at about the 100. No, uh, look, uh, Fling at Rainbow led in the race, and it was a, a well-rated drive by Darby McQuiggan trying to uh, stack him up, and Copacabana, who sat outside Fling at Rainbow, uh, was controlling the tempo, sitting in the breeze, uh, and, and Copacabana, who was able to get to the front uh, pretty much over the last 100 metres was challenged by Love Gun, who just loomed up, looked like it was going to go past him, and then just broke up. Uh, and unfortunately for Love Gun and favourite punters, they uh, had to tear up their tickets. And Copacabana, who did a really good job sitting without cover, was able to poke its head in front to defeat Fling at Rainbow. Third home was Daring Angel, a nice performance. Fourth home to 10, Elder Baron Bell, who's never far away. And fifth home, number nine, One Muscle Hill. For the favourite punters, Love Gun, they were very disappointing to uh, see that horse 
uh, galloping over the concluding stages and ruining its all its winning chances. Chicago H wasn't at its best last night either. Mile rate there of two two point six. But Copacabana is a horse that's going to be winning a lot more races. Jess Tubbs and Greg Shoes have done a phenomenal job. And what about all the exciting owners of the Cranbourne Club Twenty One Limited? Uh, David Scott down at Cranbourne doing a great job bringing all these new people into the sport of harness racing, and they're having an absolute ball with all their horses winning. Actually, there was a, a couple of big uh, groups of owners tonight. There were two syndicates, and they were both the trotters, weren't they? Copacabana with a Club uh, 21 group, and also the group involved with Credit Master, and it's something we haven't seen on racetracks for some time. So it was terrific to see big groups of owners involved in both of those horses. Oh, no doubt. And look, these uh, these uh, syndicates, and Matt Craven does a great job in trying to bring new people to, uh, to, to ownership, and as does uh, you know the Cranbourne Club, uh, limited and obviously with the nutrient sales today there's going to be some opportunities for for people to get involved in in shareholders or you know small small shareholders in in horses so you know give those trainers a ring and uh, you never know there might be a little uh, little syndicate being put together I only have to pop out to Oakland's Junction today and uh, make yourself known to the uh, to the trainers you say you're interested in buying a horse they will want to know you uh, the last of nine was the high gain pace. It was the closest finish for the night, but Lady Lani, a mare in form, she made it three wins from her last four starts. Yeah, look, uh, I might be a lucky charm. I think every time I'm around Lady Lani, she seems to win. Uh, we were at both there at Wangaratta when she won uh, four starts ago. I called the winning uh, a few days later, and then I wasn't there last start, and she got beaten and uh, back there last night, and she got up and won. So Alana Logie doing a fantastic job. I mean, she's a young girl uh, who loves her horses, and well done to Alana and Lady Lani taking out uh, the last race last night. That's three of... uh her last four starts where she's come up uh, on top. She defeated Believe in Forever who came from last. Very good run running on. Leah Miller was behind the leader into third spot. Balenciago not having a lot of luck at the moment. Was three back to pegs but was closing late. And Ultimate Vinny who was behind the leader got a bit keen in its race and didn't finish it off. They went a mile rate of 155.3 7.3 lead time, 27 7, 30.1, 28.8 and 29.2 home. I think probably the horse to follow. Balenciago, he's been a bit costly I think for punters but they're is a win for him very soon. Okay, Rob, that was uh, Melton uh, last night, a very entertaining night of uh, harness racing. Uh, Belladonna Girl took out the Mount Gambia uh, Pacing Cup as, as well last night. They had a really good program program there as well. So Nutrient Sales uh, today, so uh, good luck in trying to find uh, your new champion. I think it's the best place to go to if you're trying to find that new superstar. Uh, thanks for your input again. Enjoy your Sunday, enjoy your week. And happy harnessing, everyone.